people have been like <laughs> person person has been watching the whole time. Yeah. Uh we dose dose we can't click on that to show you. Oh look, it's Jason mm-hmm. Worley. Oh sorry. Incoming call. Oh. Shoot. Hey honey. Wait, aren't you supposed to be working? He maybe he is working. This is part of this is part of your job. Mm -hmm. He's multitasking his world. Right. We have so much to talk about. And actually, Jason barely he doesn't know anything either. Oh, really? We're going to talk about a little bit. I told him a smidge last night. So, which one are you going to start with? Which what? Which do you you want? Well, so the title of this one is um, bullying and EMDR. Okay. So, which one do you want to start with? It's the same thing. They well, go hand in hand. Not that people have heard that podcast, but we did talk about EMDR after Melissa and I had. <laughs> yeah, I am working. How many therapists does it take to make a podcast? Well, that three to minimum. be to be determined. Three, at, at least three. Least and least he three. says he knows everything. I can read the title. <laughs> um, yeah. So uh, Melissa, if Melissa gets a call because we're using her phone uh, on to, sorry, we're gonna answer it live. Is that what you're gonna say? Well, no, uh, it'll just boot <laughs> us off YouTube, so oh. it might be a little glitchy for a second, but I'm sure it'll be fine. You don't sorry. get a lot of calls, do you? Well, I, right now I'm getting a lot of like campaign calls, and what is with job. that? I don't know. It's Are really you getting a lot of obnoxious. those? Yes, yeah. I drove by one of the polling places the other day, and it's just the street was just lined. I'm, I'm gonna go say littered, littered with, with uh, campaign like. Who to oh, vote yeah. for? Oh mm-hmm. my gosh! Is that illegal to do that at the polling place? Because there's like no, I don't think so. It's like you Kobach, can... Kobach, Kobach, you know, whoever else. It was all Republican signs, which I thought was weird. Yeah. No, I think it's very telling. Yeah. That's okay. It is what it is. That's another conversation for another time. Did I? Did you tell Nathan about speak up? What's speak up? Um. Well, that's about the suicide prevention training that we are going to put together, and speak up isn't. Boom. Yeah, yes, yes. Oh, you do? Okay, good. I don't know anything about it. I didn't tell you about it? No. Well, she did kind of spring it on me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Sorry. So, you know, there's a requirement now for most people in our field to have suicide prevention training every two years as part of our... Is that a new statute in Kansas also? Uh, it, it was okay. on the Kansas BSRB website, but it's not now. I couldn't find it. So I think they took it down say, for some I didn't reason. I know if it was... I know it was in Missouri, it is in but Missouri. I didn't know. If it was in Kansas. Interesting. Mm-hmm. I thought it was required in Kansas at one point. It was on the website, but it's gone. I just, I had Any BSRP B people from Kansas, BSRB, yeah. Bo- yeah. Behavioral Sciences Regulatory, Regulatory Board. board. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. Um, if you know an answer to that, just leave a comment down below. That'd be great. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. So Speak Up is an organization that was started by, well, I don't know if it was fully started. Anyway, Jason's cousin... Or, yeah, has investment and has helped build this nonprofit for teaching. I've heard about the Speak Up. I didn't you know. have? Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Jason's cousin is involved in that. No kidding. As a result of a loss that happened in our family. Wow. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. That's very cool. Mm-hmm. It was. What was? Jason really what it was? It was. Was it her that started it? I didn't know if she wanted her name mentioned, but I mean, I. I could imagine that that's it probably going to be public knowledge. Could be great. I would think so. She's yeah. Uh, so who? Wh- what? What's her name? Uh, Allie. Allie. Mm-hmm. So Allie started Speak Up. Mm-hmm. All right. I like it. Is that what it's called? Speak Up. Yeah. Speak Up. Hey Jason, put a. Uh, can you put a link to that website on there, or we can do it later. I can. We'll yeah. put it in, he in can, the YouTube if he comments doesn't, too. I can. Okay. Yeah. 
So do you want to start with the bullying thing? Because I, yeah. I really, I've, I've gotten about this much of it, yeah. and I want to hear the rest. So when, well, Melissa and I went to EMDR training in the spring. In Was March. it just of this year? March. Yeah, I kept mm-hmm. thinking it must have been like a year and a half ago. It seems like forever. It does, but yeah. it was only in March. So then Nathan went this last week, and I was able to be partnered with him, which I don't regret. Surprisingly. Surprisingly. Um, And he helped process some uh, situations you're supposed to when you're going through the training in order to learn how the process works, pick something that's pretty low impact. So obviously I picked bullying. Because that's very low impact. Really low impact. It wasn't started with bullying. I don't remember where it starts, but your brain will take you in EMDR to wherever you need to go. I remember where it started. You, You can share. It was with the uh, was it squeaky, squeaky shoes? shoes. Oh, okay. And the orthodontist. Yeah. Yeah. That's so funny. Squeaky shoes, orthodontist. Coming back from the orthodontist, for some reason, is burned in my brain that it was always raining. And so then my shoes are squeaky, and then mm. attention was drawn to me that I didn't oh, want in okay. grade school. I get it. Okay. So this, out of this topic, the way that I heard you ask it, although you said definitely asked it way nicer mm-hmm. yeah because yeah. I, I ask everything very nice really yeah yeah mm-hmm. for sure okay <laughs> anyway he said is there any chance that you had any responsibility in the bullying that you experienced no that was no, my it's reaction. never your fault it's never my fault it, it's never the yeah yeah i was the victim everyone else was a perpetrator mm-hmm. and that's what my brain had had oh. told me. De- can we decline? Decline. Decline. So sorry. You have a lot of friends in Washington? No. <laughs> I don't. Um, anyway, so I do have a significant history of being bullied. And so that's where my brain took me to hear that I could potentially have had responsibility in that was what, kind of shocking to the system. Can I clarify the difference between responsibility and fault, though? Yes, I have heard this before. Because you and I know that you've, you and I have had that conversation before. So when I use the word responsibility with you, mm-hmm. that is different than the word. I think when other people hear that, they think fault. Mm-hmm. Um, who caused it? Mm-hmm. Who do I blame? Who do I hold uh, accountable or punish for whatever yeah. mm-hmm. happened, right? Mm-hmm. That's fault. Yeah. Responsibility, everyone is always responsible. Mm-hmm. Even if they're completely not at fault. Mm-hmm. Because responsibility is, I mean, that word literally means how do I respond? Yeah. Um, how was I responding and, and did my response help or hurt? Um, oh. That's so what responsibility. And ability together. Able to respond. Yeah, that, that's all that word means. And then what creates the ability to respond? You, Everyone always constantly has an ability to respond. And period. so people have a, a different kind of, a, like everyone has a different level yeah, of Yeah, we ability. can respond no, no, no. You we will always same. respond to everything. Yes. True. I tried to not respond, but I couldn't. But yeah. even a non-response is still a yes, response. Yes, even right. non-words right. is mm-hmm. right. you're communicating all and, the time. And so it's, it's we, we have responsibility in everything. Mm-hmm. Uh, and we certainly have uh, a responsibility if we stay mm-hmm. uh, victimized by past things. Yeah. Right? Because uh, it, it was, we were, people can be victimized without continuing to be a victim mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. that makes sense yeah. yes. and so if we choose to respond to a victimization and we choose to remain a victim mm-hmm. if that's our response well we have some accountability there yeah not to what happened to us mm-hmm. there is there, there's no fault there yeah 
but but there is definitely some accountability and some responsibility when when we choose to stay in that yeah in that place and continue to allow those things to victimize us yeah i'm pulling up something to add based on one of the conversations i had so as a result of this i thought i i want to have the other side of the story because there feels like there's been so much blocked so many things that i have not been able to bring to my conscious awareness but i res- i still respond out of these experiences still responding out of them sure. i just don't always have conscious awareness of right. where they're coming from so i have a short list of people that i'm going to reach out to but i reached out to two people that is so gutsy. So that far. That is very gutsy. Um, but they, one of them was, a really, was something that had been kind of burned in my memory as hurtful. And another one wasn't, but it was someone that had experience of me. Like, he, he knew me. Okay. And he's someone that I remember. Just for the record, knowing. I would not recommend reaching out to your bullies after. <laughs> like, if you had a bully in elementary school or high school or whatever, I wouldn't get on the phone right after this and, and go talk to them that's yeah. not necessarily right for everybody yeah no right yeah. No. so I reached out to one um and there was a memory of just something really hurtful that had been said after many many years of being really good friends like she stands out as someone that was my person like she was my person mm-hmm. and then something really hurtful happened and so I reached out and I prefaced it with um one I have a therapist so if something comes up like you're not responsible for that except the way that you're maybe she has she has still has responsibility she's not at fault she's not at fault yes yeah. she's not at fault if something is to come up I've asked for this and I've also said I'm not aware of what's going to come up so I can't really prepare myself I just need to be present and you gave her available an out. yeah I give her an out and I gave her an out to not even respond to the message okay so okay. I gave all that and she wrote a letter wow. a, a PDF letter that essentially communicated all like even now everyone knows that you were my you are still like the all-time friend you're my all-time like the when you think about the person that is the most important to you that's how I'm hearing it from her the person that's the most important in your history it's and she had no recollection of that situation that kind of stopped it and she always wondered like what happened I never knew what happened to us oh wow yeah so the so the relationship ended after that Um, we ended up being college roommates for a little bit, but random, Hmm. real random. I don't, I don't know how that happened. Hmm. It wasn't enough that I never, ever wanted to talk to her again, but it was a cutoff that changed everything Okay. for like, you know, six. Anyway, so she wrote a PDF and then she wrote another one, but she just talked about, um, like, I'm not going to read or or say her name. I'm not going to read her things. Just the general experience that she had was you forget like when you're experiencing these things you forget that other people are experiencing it too so mm-hmm. the memories that i have that are burned in was i was the only one like i'm the only one that sure. experienced any of that and her what she communicated to me was i was definitely not alone i just didn't know i didn't know that i wasn't alone in that so what was that what did that mean to you what does that change um well other memories started to come flooding back as a result of this, like I have all of a sudden started to remember so many things and not bad things, like good things. Like I'm, I have goosebumps thinking about these memories that I have from my childhood that have just started to come up. It's kind of a little overwhelming. Well, what is, wait, wait, wait. So what does that change about you now? <clears throat> um, <clears throat> well, okay, this here's, here's something that someone else had said, and I think it goes in with that. He said, 
it's probably time to stop looking at that segment of your life through your own eyes. Your view is heavily distorted by a few assholes. Crowdsource some memories to replace the corrupted files. That's a weird way to put it, but <laughs> I like it. Well, he's awesome, I think. Um, I didn't I didn't have positive memories in any of that. And so now they're flooding. And I had a few really potent memories mm-hmm. that crowded all the rest of my... So it kind of tainted all yeah. of the other memories. And you thought, well, it was always like this. Yeah. Well, yeah, it was yeah. always like that. But that was he- that's heavy. Like, that's... It's heavy to me. What's heavy? That... To feel like your whole childhood is tainted with just negative yes. memories. No, okay. abs- yeah. You looked at me like you weren't agreeing, and so I wasn't sure. Well, no, I, I, I didn't know if you were saying, like, the new, better mm-hmm. memories is, is heavy, and I was like, yeah. Oh, no, no, those are light. Like, I feel like I'm floating, hmm. and I'm not on drugs. But but wait, <laughs> so are would you still say, you have more to say on that, I don't, don't let me derail you, so if you, just, you can answer this later. I took my notes, you're fine. Um, oh, good. Uh, w- does this change how you kind of mm. define or identify who you are? Or do you still get to... Because when we were talking in the MDR thing, and mm-hmm. I hope I'm not oversharing here, because I'm not going to be giving details. I can't details. think of anything that, you could, um, that I'd be uncomfortable with you sharing. You know, when we when we started talking about this, you, you definitely kind of portrayed, like, I was bullied. Mm-hmm. Like, that's that was my experience. That's who I am. Yeah. It's a part of the reason why I do what I do now. It's why yeah. I get, it's, it's how I oh, yeah. parent, it's how I do this, it's, it's, it's informed how mm-hmm. I make decisions. And then part of that is about, you know, how you see yourself, how you identified yourself. Mm-hmm. Um, is that, what happens I now? I think it changes how I see the other people, too. It's changing mm-hmm. how I'm seeing other people. Because I really, it's like that faceless thing is so mm-hmm. important because all those faceless people. They don't people, know what you mean. Um, when I would think back on a trauma and go through this EMDR processing around different situations, there was very few people in focus. It was all like a blur. Mm -hmm. Like all the people had no faces. This puts faces on them. Hmm. When he says crowdsourcing, like what, how I took that, but I don't know. He's active now. No, he's not. He was active four minutes ago. I didn't say his name, so I'm not going to, but if he's watching, that's cool. (laughs) I took that as like... I want to keep doing this. I want to keep asking people. Why but not? to what extent? Because it, forever, be, no, quitting everything else. I feel like you're <laughs> just doing this. You're now. just you're you're flipping it. You allowed the way a few people treated you mm-hmm. in a few very. I, I don't want to minimize mm-hmm. this at all. Okay. Yeah. But you you allowed the way a few people treated you in. You know, multiple but isolated mm-hmm. incidences. That were that were traumatic and and severe, right? Mm-hmm. To taint that history. Mm-hmm. Are you doing just the same thing now, but you're just tainting it with a different color? I'm just trying to get as much of it's, the story. I'm trying to see as much of it as I can, because those positive memories were there. Mm-hmm. They've just been taint, They've just been covered up. So I'm not trying to get. I don't know. I'm Do you see what I'm saying? Made up memories, but no. I think are the positive memories there? Are they a sor- a resource? Hmm. It's in a that huge, circumstance. It, it is. I would it, think they would be. I've just not been living totally in reality of my past. I haven't but known you, my but past. But you won't. You never will. Mm-hmm. That's not going to change. I know that what I'm experiencing with these two people so far is healing, and I don't think. And I I'm hearing from them. It's not just healing for me. It's healing for them too. Hmm. So I can let go of some things because I've 
it's like a, a little bit of a closure. It was a little bit like a closure. Let me ask it to you like this. Then how would you address it with somebody who maybe had like a really abusive parent and that parent is now dead? And mm-hmm. you know, short of a seance and a Ouija board, how are they supposed to get that closure? Because there's some people that, they're, or, or they're not dead, but they're mm-hmm. still not safe to reach out to. I'm not going to reach out to someone that's unsafe, and I would never have a client do that either. Right. No. Right. The people I'm reaching out to right now are people that w- cannot harm me now. So what are some ways that people could get closure if they're not able to reach out? Because of safety or access I think EMDR dead? would have been enough. EMDR would have been enough for me mm-hmm. to process through that. This just brought me insight that I wanted to explore. Like, I'm choosing to do this. I don't feel like... Sure. But how can, how can somebody else get that insight if they don't have that resource? Therapy. Trauma processing. I agree. To some degree. Okay. Because sometimes it's not really about, I mean, I think about one of the things that talks about sort of one of their, uh, you know, it talks about the idea of sort of asking somebody like, what is it that you needed to hear mm-hmm. in yeah. that moment? And being able to have that visualization of what it is that you did mm-hmm. need in that mm-hmm. moment. And frankly, sometimes that can be enough. Mm-hmm. for you to be able to kind of let that go and be able to let that healing process. Yeah. It doesn't necessarily have to be that you actually had the actual experience Yeah, mm-hmm. to yeah. be able to kind of move forward and process and heal. And I don't think it's a, I don't think it's a lie. We're not manufacturing, mm-hmm. you know, it's not a, a delusion. Mm-hmm. We're just admitting that we don't have the full picture and we never will. Mm-hmm. And so there's always room for us to learn a little bit more about ourselves or the situation or our past or those kinds of things. Well, it's like I can drive around with my windshield being foggy, like, you know, dirty, Mm -hmm. foggy. I can also do things to clear that up, and I could see things clearer. Yeah. That doesn't mean I'm going to see them better. It's just going to – I'm going to see them clearer. A little bit more defined, yeah. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. That's helpful to me. I like that. Okay. Yeah, so I'm just just doing a little – Spit wash. A little window wash. I think it's kind of like when you think about you going in and you're processing with someone who had something happen when they were younger and being able to sort of say, like, you didn't have the information you have now Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. or the understanding you have now. So sometimes being able to have sort of that resource, or even for me, when I've done my processing, I've had older me come in and sort of talk to younger me and Mm -hmm. sort of with the information that I needed. I like that at the time or what I needed so I was able to give that Mm -hmm. because I could see it from a different perspective and I had the knowledge and understanding that younger me did not have. Mm -hmm. So what what can adult Melissa say to six-year-old Melissa? Yeah, Yeah. exactly. You know, what would you want to go back and hear? Yeah, what's important for her to understand that she just couldn't understand in that moment? Yeah. So the things that people have said to me as an adult that are strengths, you know, the way that I, well, I'm not going to list all my strengths. You can do that for yourself. <laughs> You're good all day. You're all day. The things that people like that I'm engaging and that I'm genuine and that I'm funny and all of those things that I had no idea that I was those things then. Oh really? Uh uh-uh. uh mm-hmm. That was what. So that's what this other person that was not a trauma memory mm-hmm. to me. Um, that's what, like the first thing he said. So my memories of you, you made me laugh until my sides hurt and my eyes watered. I had no idea. Just edited all that out. Yo, yeah, all of it. I had no idea it was funny. Have you ever seen High Fidelity with John Cusack? Yeah, a long time ago. Well, it's 
You, do I need to watch a, it now? Yes. Again? Yes. Okay. If you Jason haven't knows. seen the High Fidelity. How do I watch movies? Like the a first, fish? Every time I watched it is the first time I've ever watched it. <laughs> I have a viewing guide for you if you'd like that, that you can. I will probably watch it this weekend. So it's John Cusack, Joan Cusack, Love Catherine them. Zeta-Jones, Love the Jack first Black. Two. Just um, I like all of them. Uh, I've never seen uh, it. Oh, oh. <gasps> Anyways, John Cusack goes, and this is my second John Cusack reference of this moment. I know, seriously. The other one was Being John Malkovich, which is a kooky movie. Anyway, (laughs) uh, High Fidelity, John Cusack, uh, he he gets dumped by his long-term live-in girlfriend, Mm -hmm. and he starts uh, perseverating over this idea of uh, why am I doomed to be alone? Mm -hmm. So he picks his top five breakups, and he goes and he contacts all of them to, to try to have this... Uh, this cathartic and insightful experience of what's wrong with me. Mm. Well, he starts finding out, and it, there's definitely, it's very funny because there's um, very subtle things throughout the whole movie that show like how, like his narcissism that he struggles with, mm-hmm. that he doesn't even know he struggles with. Hmm. Uh, like one of the conversations he has with one of the girls, he goes, you know, he's talking with her and he goes, and you wanted to sleep with this other guy and you didn't want to sleep with me. And she goes, when, when I slept with him, it wasn't rape because I said okay, but it was just because I was so tired of like turning you down and I was just so over it and I felt so rejected after you broke up with me. She goes, you broke up with me, Rob, and now you want to have a, sit here and have a little chat about rejection? Like, Fuck you, Rob. <laughs> Storms out of the restaurant. And, and it, what's, so, so what's so narcissistic and bad about it is that he's sitting at this restaurant and he goes, She's right. I broke up with her. That's another one I don't have to worry about. I should have done this years ago. Like completely misses like that this traumatic thing is, that he did to this girl. Yeah, that's a. I have to watch that now. Oh, but it's great because he just goes through. Piece. Yeah, well, and and just these. But he comes at it from this like really narcissistic place, which actually does shift. There, yeah. there is a, a shift where he becomes a little less. Well, don't tell me because now I really don't remember enough of it. It'll be. I'll send like you the viewing guide though. Surprise! It's a good one. So I don't. No, for sure. I'm sure I did to some degree, but I'm not aware of what real reason I was going into this. Yeah, that's really ballsy. So maybe that's why I w- could be ballsy because I really just like this sounds like a good idea. Well, I mean, to 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 say yeah, these these people, I have some some very specific and particular and traumatic memories associated with them. Let's start up a combo. Yeah, we should talk. <laughs> Let's talk. That's like uh, what, what I found it? out immediately, like reading the first paragraph from the one friend was. I'm actually, I'm not going to learn what was wrong with me. I'm going to learn what was right all around me. Like all of these things that were hmm. beautiful around me that I don't have. So when I asked like you flooding. about responsibility, you heard fault. Mm-hmm. That it was your your fault somehow. That When you, you asked being... that question, which is why I was like, no, I had no fault in that. That's yeah, and I would yeah. agree. But what yeah. was your responsibility? Like what are what's keeping you connected to that? My current responsibility? Yeah. Um, I don't know. Like... What, what is it about you that's keeping you tied to this idea oh. that you are a victim of bullying still? Uh, I don't know. That's what I was asking. Yeah. Well, I wouldn't have had a big reaction to that. I mean, I wouldn't have had as dramatic of a reaction well, to so that. You know, sometimes people hear what they want to hear. <sighs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um. Okay, so... All these things, but this really cool thing happened. This is where it's like there's way more reciprocity in this process than I realized was going to happen. I didn't know that this could have an impact on the other person 
I, mean, I probably assumed if there was any impact on them that it would be negative. And so it is not, that's not been the case with both of them. Hmm. They've had, so one of them had said, I, I said something really true, like a real true experience of what I had of this other person and said, I wish that I could have been that for more people. I wish I could have been that for more people. And I said, how do you know that you weren't? Like, did you know that you were that for me then? And he was like, I had no idea. Well, Mm -hmm. then how do you know that you weren't for other people? You really don't have any proof of, we don't have any proof of that. Right. So it's been a reciprocal thing. Uh, Jason, yeah, forgiveness. Uh, Sorry, Ryan, I didn't wear any red because I don't care about football. (laughs) Oh, Melissa does. Yeah. I don't care about football either. I just just have to wear it. Man, I just yeah. don't care. I probably should. No, I shouldn't. I don't no, care. I don't think you have to. Care. I don't care. Sorry, man. Jason said. No, man, it's blue. Back off. It's the shirt's purple. <laughs> <laughs> Whole shirt. Oh, so <clears throat> this is a good point. Jason said creating a different viewpoint for the same event is that even a concept? So that's been a concept for my whole. EMDR experience is I will process mm-hmm. that wasn't a tear thing that was I was choking on my mm-hmm. drink yeah mm-hmm. sure my traumas will focus in like I'll zoom in everything else will be out of focus and then as I process it it's shift it shifts and like I stand back and I can see the whole room if I'm processing something that took place in a room or I can look back and see the whole it's all int- the people it's so interesting how like when we don't have some perspective on like a traumatic event that's happened to us mm-hmm. Um, Brian, you are a train, dude. You are an absolute unit. Um, oh, Jason Worley, he's got you, boo. He's got you. I think you, he was boo. talking to you. Oh, <laughs> that's probably true. Um, we, I got you, boo. <laughs> I got you, boo. Uh, you know, I had a friend um, who I know I don't I don't anymore. I know, nice. but uh, back when I did have friends, uh, well, I had a neighbor <laughs> once actually. He he. Um, you know, he experienced a, a pretty big loss and then went and saw a movie and there were sections of these movies that just completely reminded him of that loss. Mm. And, uh, you know, he was telling me about it. I'm like, man, I really wish you could could do something that would put a new spin on that story, mm-hmm. you know, that would give you just a new perspective on it. Yeah. And, and it doesn't, mean, it doesn't mean your perspective is wrong. Mm-hmm. It doesn't, because it, it is your truth, mm-hmm. but it's also not complete and it never will be. It's just 3D now, maybe. Yeah, yeah, it's just got a little bit more depth. We do that in sand tray. This is sand tray therapy. I'm out. I'm out. You're going to still message. like, you'll be fine. Melissa, yes. We do this in sand tray therapy. <laughs> so you, you build the scene based on an experience that you had that you're trying to process through, and that's one of the things that you can guide clients to do is walk around the scene. Yeah. Sit here, sit here, sit here, sit here. What what do you see differently? And there's so many times they're like, oh my gosh, I had no idea. Like, all of these people, when I look at it from this way, they're all focused in on me. But when I was over here, my I was turned and I didn't see that they were there. I had no idea. Yeah. No, don't you can't have uh, all memory with sand tray. <laughs> I could agree with a just, shift in perspective. You just absolutely, it absolutely non-helpful tool. See you, Ryan. <laughs> Did you just call me a tool? A non-helpful tool? Yeah, I did. Mm. <laughs> I did it. Probably had it coming. Okay. Speaking of which. Anyway, that's it. <laughs> EMDR, right? 
That's not it, because I might reach out to other people. Okay, fair enough. Fair enough. But it I was mean, kind of terrifying to hit send. I won't lie. Like, that was... Yeah, no, that's that's nuts. This is when everything changed. I wouldn't do that. I'm going to write a book. I'm going to write a book about it. Okay. What are you going to do with that book? Um, use it to lift laptops up with all the with all the Kierkegaard. And Somebody's going to be like, this uh, laptop's not tall enough. Can you give me one of those whirly books? <laughs> I'll take a, I'll I'm going to read that anyway. I'm going to take a picture and post it on what's happening. So I went to uh, EMDR training this last week. <gasps> so did I. Oh, uh, yeah, I know. I'm like Dory. Um, <laughs> what? I want to get the thing. I'm going to comment with the picture of what we're all looking at right now. Mm, there you can read that. Yeah. And I'm going to comment with a picture of something funny. And it was hosted by the amazing Michelle Worley over at Great Oaks. Yay, she's so good at hosting. <gasps> I know. I really oh, am. She's the host of the most. Amazing. I really That is a yeah. truth. It is um, totally a truth. Yeah. I want even more overboard. Tell me. Miss Eddie <laughs> used during it. It was With really lunch pretty provided. Oh, wow. Yeah, it was pretty fantastic. Yeah. So you want to tell us about your, like, who you had host and why you picked them and all that good stuff? The trainers? Mm-hmm. So Max no, and... Who, yeah, who you hosted, I guess I should say. Yeah, Max you. and Lisa Sager out of St. Louis are two EMDR trainers that train therapists in a five-day intensive, which it is it's intensive. intensive. <laughs> I told you it would be intensive. <gasps> I was fine. I was fine. Yeah. It we got to sit next to each other mostly. Yeah, so she, yeah, yeah, nice. yeah. you weren't distracting at all. And, the, yeah, there were only four table legs, so we only had two to choose. Uh, never live it down. Never surrender. <laughs> um, what? <laughs> what were they saying? You were talking who, about who you Max ho- and Lisa. Who you yes. hosted. And- so they're out of the EMDR training. Ooh. EMDR training center. Oh, wait. EMDR Training Center. That's yes. it. Okay, I was right. Out of St. Louis, and they train from a complex trauma lens, which mm-hmm. I really is like really that helpful. part of it. Mm-hmm. So I want to tell you, like, so far, mm-hmm. the most important thing I've gotten out of that training, other than you know learning how to do EMDR and coloring, I I colored some amazing things. Like I, bought, I impressed myself. I bought pages to color with three different mm-hmm. um, pen tip. Yeah. The same color. Yeah. Just to color the backgrounds. It's a whole new hobby. It doesn't surprise me. Apparently, it means you're a sociopath. Oh, you're if you really want to color into the gestalt, background perhaps. of the mm-hmm. coloring page. See, it's psychotic, isn't it? I don't know. That's it psychotic. looks like wallpaper. Wait till you see it. I don't know if that means you're psychotic. I believe you. Uh, anyway, what, oh, what are you doing? Weird. I posted pictures. Why would you do that? I, there's nothing there. That's weird. Well, okay. I posted a picture of this. Um, oh, so yeah, no, you, see you that did. It's stacked up oh, on all these Maybe books. it's not posted yet. Anyway, um... God, what was I saying? Oh, no. So, okay, so I'm... I'm, I'm I yeah. <laughs> Which I'm going to next week. To with me. What are you doing on Thursday through Sunday? You want to go with me? Next week? Yeah. She's got stuff, man. Go you got to get to us early. Yeah. Who wants to come stuff like that? I can go by myself. I know you can. Yeah. Even if you I'm go sure by yourself, you won't really be alone because... Anyway, so one of the things that I found would be very, 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 very helpful, uh, so I'm kind of... I'm starting to introduce... EMDR concepts and starting to do some resourcing and Yay. containing with my existing clients right now, um, getting them signed the release. Thank you, by the way. You're yes. welcome. And uh, doing doing all that stuff. And several of them have already said, I've already done EMDR, hated it. Yeah. And I said, well, tell me about your, your experience of it. What was going What was it like? What was going on? Um, and uh, they said, uh, 
you know, it was it was very flooding. It was very, you know, we get in. And it turns out every single one of them so far that have had experiences with the MDR, sit down with the MDR therapist and they jump right into, what's the worst thing that's ever happened in your entire life? Before they do any yeah, resourcing? Yeah. That's consistent. Yeah, and 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 they're you know they're bringing up recent sexual traumas, physical traumas, you know, loss and things that have happened very recently, right? Mm-hmm. And I'm going, oh well, that yeah, that's horrible. That's awful, right? And so one of the things, and I and I think that Lisa did highlight this in the training. You know, she said that that's actually not uncommon. No, in I, most EMDR trainings. Yeah, I know. And so one of the things, and we'll put their website up here too. We'll give them a free plug. Um, they can pay us later. Uh, that that was was was. They said you know it's very common in most EMDR trainings. What we want you to do, what we recommend doing, is you start with um, uh, something like that. I think the, the term they use is embarrassing or annoying. Something uh-huh. embarrassing or annoying, like a, a little thing annoying, yeah. that you yes. experienced when you were like five or six or something seven. Something that's considered a low mild impact. Young, low impact. Outs, low impact. Outside low of your family of origin. Yes. Mm-hmm. Right. And so it's more isolated. It's more contained. Mm-hmm. And then you can actually have some success and you can kind of wade into this pool yes. uh, rather than be like, let's find out if you can swim, mm-hmm. right? Yep. I think the other thing I really liked about the way, and I think it's because they come from a complex trauma mm-hmm. lens, mm-hmm. is, you know, they you know they kind of said, like, there are some people are going to come in, they're going to say, I really want to do EMDR, and they are not ready mm-hmm. to do yes. EMDR. You have to be, you can't just sort of say, okay, well, you come in for EMDR, I'm going to do EMDR without really like doing a really good evaluation. Mm-hmm. And really, I have some clients that have complex trauma. We're still working on skills. We're mm-hmm. still working on ways to kind of like, we're doing some parts work. We're doing a lot of different things. We're doing some DBT yes. skills <clears throat> because they're not ready mm-hmm. yeah. to go in and jump into that. Because if mm-hmm. I did that, like I could really destabilize them mm-hmm. and possibly, you know, I could possibly you know, get somebody to the place where, like, you can re-traumatize yeah. them. I could yeah. re-traumatize them. They could end up in the hospital. Yeah, absolutely. Like, I could, I could put them in an unsafe situation. We, we could do more harm, and that's absolutely. I think that's the whole the minimum yeah. requirement for our right. job is, is don't do, no do don't yeah. do more harm. Yeah. Don't don't that's do right. things worse. Yeah. So it's it was that was actually that's been very very beneficial, and it's been very, I, I think, uh, encouraging to have that response for a lot of people, mm-hmm. uh, and to be able to tell them, yes that can't happen. Here's what we're going to try to do differently. Mm-hmm. Yes. Uh, and it, it can give them a little bit more confidence in a sense of they can experience some success around that. Yes. And then we can build on that success because we're, we're teaching them how to do a process. It's, yeah. it's, it's weird. It's a weird process. Yeah. It, people aren't used to it. Well, we have to trust, we have to trust their brain mm-hmm. to go through that healing process. And we have to kind of be quiet and we have to be patient and All it's things not I'm saying, very good at. Yes. I don't not, interrupt either. No. Ne- not at never. All. Never. No. I don't rush things either. <laughs> uh, it's not saying. <laughs> I don't even know. What were you saying? I don't know. I don't know. No, I do. It's not. It's <laughs> not saying that these other trainings aren't training preparation. Like the, oh that yeah, resourcing no, base. It's just about how important does the therapist hear that to be. Mm-hmm. Are they willing to be patient and sit back and kind of, we have to kind of keep our mouths shut so much mm-hmm. of EMDR, which we need to anyway as therapists, mm-hmm. which is why Jason asks me many nights, like you didn't use all your words, did you? <laughs> You've got some <laughs> left over. I have a million left over because I have used very little. That's the really hard part 
for me with EMDR is, well, as far as I know now, I mean, I'm not, but uh, is, is that I'll, I'll hear somebody say something. I'll be like, ooh, let's unpack that. Because there's you way more there. Like, the, yeah, yeah, yeah. absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. And I think a that giant there's suitcase definitely that says room. exist on it. Mm-hmm. And it's a, a pretty big suitcase mm-hmm. that wouldn't fit in like a mm-hmm. overhead. No. Like it's a bigger one than that. <laughs> definitely, definitely not a carry on. Like, there's so many callbacks that. in this one. So many. I got to start posting those things. Yeah. I'm going to. People don't even know that they're callbacks. Somebody gave me a new app. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. So we're actually going to be able to post these podcasts yep. soon. Like I'm going to do it today. Okay. I'm excited. Yes. Like this one's gonna go up. This is it. This is the first one. This This is the first one of seventeen that we've done. (laughs) Right. (laughs) I know it's a little bit of a learning curve. No, we haven't done that. No, we haven't really done that. Anyway, yeah. We just start just like we do with everything. Like how many things do we think? You know, this is a good we have a good thing here and we can make it so much better. Yeah. Yeah. And then we screw it up. Okay, now I do wanna say though. I still stand by this, and again, I'm not an expert, not a master, I not this. certified, like if I was a not real a trainer. Podcast person, I wouldn't be drinking this giant drink in the camera, right? <laughs> yeah. I'd be like, <laughs> <laughs> you certainly wouldn't be setting it down next to the microphone. Pop, pop. You're right. Okay, I'll stop. Anyway, um, God, what was I saying? Dang it! Shall One thing that you oh have yeah, found yes, that you stand by. Oh, no, you stand by. EMDR is an amazing intervention. <clears throat> it's a skill. It's a tool. Mm-hmm. Uh, now, there's a lot of people that will disagree with me on this, but I think if it doesn't fit in with the context, with a larger context of therapy, mm-hmm. it's not enough. It does a lot, and it's amazing at helping process trauma, and it's amazing at helping getting clients unstuck, and it is a great tool. Mm-hmm. It's a tool. I think it's it doesn't have to stand alone within how I do things as a therapist, because... yeah. I'm doing other things, even teaching IFS tools or absolutely. like for DBT um, skills yeah. or yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't, I don't know that. I, I have just, I've, I have gotten a perception from other people mm-hmm. that uh, it is, it is the beginning and the end of mm-hmm. therapy for them. Yeah, that that they are just an EMDR therapist. That's what they do. That's all they're going to do. That's it, and then they're done. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I'm thinking. Mm-hmm. I think there's more. There's just yeah. I know there's more. Mm-hmm. There's more. It is a great tool though, and don't yeah. be afraid of it. I use many other skills that are incorporated into EMDR for assessment. I use many other mm-hmm. skills, and then I use other things for closure. Mm-hmm. And I'll use some EMDR in there for the trauma processing for right. sure, as a tool, as a part of the therapy process. Your thing with the public speaking still cracks me up. Which part? That that's gone. Well, I don't know for oh, sure. Gone. Like, I haven't. How do it's you gone. know? It is. Just gone. Okay. Because it was, and then it wasn't. Yeah. Yeah, I got, yeah. So we did a process around that. Was that part of the squeaky shoes, too? Mm-hmm. I think that's where it came from. Sometimes it's hard to remember which one, like, which no, it was the squeaky shoes. session it came into. Well, um, you can share about it. You can share what. It wasn't mine. That was it. Yeah. Well. That I had a fear of standing up in front of people and worrying about. I was thinking about all the things they like, could do. Did you know thinking. that? Do you know she worried about talking in front of people? No. Me neither. Oh, yeah. So when I did the group, I taught the group class the first time over at Friends. That was the first thing I said to the class was, my only goal is to not vomit on you. <laughs> so I had to find, that's actually part of this thing of someone saying, like, I high. was hilarious. <coughs> I only thought I developed that as an adult. Like, I didn't think that I was funny. I developed it as, like, a coping skill is what I thought. Oh. 
it's just a part of who I am. Yeah. I'm just hilarious. Yeah. yeah. But I've used it as a skill to help myself not vomit. <laughs> and it's like, like I'm going to tell you because if you, I Cause believe if I they're going to pick up on it. My nervousness anyway. Apparently people don't necessarily pick up on it. Okay. But I believed that they did. And so then I had to preface it. Like, I'm going to do, I'm going to tell you this before you can have any belief towards me. Hmm. So I would start it with that. Beat you to the punch. I'm terrified. I'm standing up here. I don't know everything. Uh, yeah, so now I just didn't no, feel it. No, it's protective. I just didn't yeah. feel it after we did one of those. But so we did one of those things where, and I don't know if you're, I can share your, yeah. little, okay. Mm-hmm. So you told me about you walking down the hallway after coming mm-hmm. in late to school. Your shoes were squeaking. Yep. And you thought as your shoes were making the squeaking noise, it's going to draw attention to you and everybody's going to notice that you're there mm-hmm. and, it, and you had associated attention with bullying, bullying. and un, it, oh, all attention was unwanted attention, yeah. right? And so after we processed that, and then you remember the fire alarm? Yeah. And the hmm. fire alarm kept getting bigger and I don't bigger have and like bigger. A, I don't have an immediate impulse to pull it right now. That's crazy. It's the first time. Yeah. Always and had then that as we as we processed it, she starts seeing these people in the classroom as instead of intimidating faces or threatening faces or blank faces, mm-hmm. they're supportive. And then eventually, you were in all the classrooms. Yeah. And I think adult versions of you. In one, in the yeah. one on the right, and the fire extinguisher or fire alarm kept getting bigger and bigger and bigger, and then it turned into a scene from Singing in the Rain. Oh. So like, she I pulled the fire it. alarm and it's rain. It's triggered. The water was triggered, and then I was. And because the rain is what you associated with, like, your shoes shoes squeak, right? And so you realize that... It's interesting that I've always loved rain. And then as you go through that, you Mm -hmm. start going with, well, just because I'm getting attention doesn't mean it's bad. Yeah. Just because people people can notice me and that can be neutral, bad, or good. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It doesn't have to always be bad. Mm -hmm. And then you went and you... Introduced Lindsay. Introduced me. Yep. I thought it was Jill. Uh, Was that the first one? No, it would have been Lindsay because it was Monday. Whoever, whatever remember. it was. You were introducing was something. You walked something. up and you talked and you came back. You sit down and you went, I'm usually like shaking after I get done Every talking in front I of this down. group. Absolutely. And like Absolutely. the adrenaline's pumping and just, mm-hmm. and she's like, and you said, I'm, I'm just fine. Meh. Yeah. Like I just, I'm going to talk to people and then come back and sit down. And, and I'm not sitting here talking to you when I'm not supposed to, but yes. I'm. And I realized like, oh, that's not overwhelming or yeah. terrifying for me. Yeah. I'd like to see it in another setting. Like when I. You're talking to I, people right now. There's at least none people. This un- feels <laughs> None. I have no idea why I'm not intimidated by this. This doesn't. Like, there, that feels separate from public speaking. Mm-hmm. I'm just having a conversation with you. Right. It's if I was here by myself. Like, if you both left. You're going to both leave. Don't do it. No, don't do it. No. Okay. I feel okay. <laughs> I don't know. It's crazy. It was the craziest thing. Because mm-hmm. public speaking is a huge fear that people have. That's, like, real common. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But, I, but cool. for you, figuring out what that was associated with mm-hmm. and what that was all about, I think. Yeah. And I helped him process nothing. That's not true. <laughs> I don't remember what I processed. I oh. learned some, like, where I had to be quiet. Like, when someone, when you brought up something to process, and I felt like, I feel like he's going to get to somewhere where he realizes this is not exactly what, it wasn't exactly that, mm. how you saw it. But I knew it going in mm-hmm. but it's not my job to say that nope so that's the being quiet yeah but it helps though if we can kind of anticipate sometimes yeah even if it's not specific but more general mm-hmm. that way when it does happen we don't go what <gasps> yeah <laughs> yes. we can just sit there and go but otherwise if I anticipate too much then I will 
start to try to guide you. Mm-hmm. Are you sure that's what came up for you? Are you sure it wasn't? Really? Are you mm-hmm. sure? Because uh, if you ask me. Yeah. If you ask me. Okay. Well, so uh, do you want to commit your friend to coming in and talking with us next time about refugees? Um, I will ask her. Okay. So we have somebody that might be able to come in. Just with all the refugee crises and things Mm -hmm. like that going on, the next time we meet, I I think we're going to talk about that. Mm -hmm. Um, If you have an experience or a story that you'd like to share, um, send us an email. Um, You can email us at... Explore at gmail.com. Exist at gmail.com. Is that real? I thought we had an email address. Uh, I'll put it up there. I'll write it at the bottom. But (laughs) explore exists. So two E's there in the middle, which can be kind of confusing. But explore exists at gmail.com. Yeah. And send us. That's crazy. That both words start with an E. And then in the middle there's E's. I know. And then explore starts with an E and exist doesn't end with an E. Right. It's very frustrating. I didn't realize that until I was saying it. Yeah, yeah, it's all right. Exist a yeah, in French. Go ahead and send us an email hey. or yeah. something like that, or leave a comment on any one of these. We'll monitor monitor them. Um, and I, you know, I'd love to ask if you have questions about what you could do for refugees mm-hmm. or how you should respond or anything like that. Because mm-hmm. um, man, I know I do, and we live in Kansas. There's not sure that you would think there's not a ton. Of refugees here, but you'd be wrong. There's yeah, there's much more I think than people realize. Yeah, yeah, and we're we are definitely not going to get on the political part of whether or not there should be refugees. Okay, mm-hmm. okay. I yeah. I don't want to go there. I don't think that's beneficial. Yeah, I don't either. Um, because I, a it's not up to me. Yeah. Uh, and B, it's not up to me. There's nothing I could do about it. So why? Why give that space? Yeah. Right. Cool. That's how I feel about that. Yep. No, I'm good. All good right. Cool. And if there's other topics that people want us to talk about, could they Ooh, say, yeah. like, I think that would Please. Be we want you to talk about the leaves <clears throat> that change colors and the ones that don't, then and we then could how probably that, talk for an hour about that. symbolizes our own death and change and loss. And the fact that they're not changing is still communicating something. Right. right. They still have responsibility in Stupid that. pine trees. See what I did there? You guys are ADHD. Oh my gosh. She it's looks out gift. the window and she's just Melissa, like. Melissa, you don't even know. It has a gift. Way too. <laughs> just went to a whole other realm. That's what she's All right, well, we're going to shut everything down. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like my wedding night. Sounds like my wedding night. Goodbye. Don't judge us. Yes, Goodbye, please. the one Bye. person, which I think is Melissa. Cause no, there's. Me. I don't know. Is it me? I'll find out. Bye. Whoever was on here. Bye. You have this to one's the one X. First. The X, you have to move the phone so I can see where this one is. Oh, nope, I can see it right